on with the my top chicks and we will eat on eat on the weekly This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Stephanie March. I'm Stephanie Hansen. And we are here this lovely, bright, and shiny Saturday of the holiday season to talk about all things food and drink and fun and fancy. And cookies! And cookies. It's a cookie party day, guys. I mean, basically, cookie parties are happening all over town, you know. They really are. They really are. You got your swaps. We <laughs> People are going to swaps. They're going right now. They're driving to their swap. To the swap. To the swap. I was telling Steph that Saturday Night Live had their holiday sort of cutty episode. Yeah. With his sweaty um, ball cookies. <laughs> you were like trying really hard not to know. And uh, my husband the- goes, you know, he goes, no offense, but sometimes your show does sound like that. You know, I think that's a compliment because that show was based on the Linda Zetter Casper show. So. And that they didn't like crack up the whole time they were doing that is probably my favorite part. Well, I think they kind of did, too. I mean, like, I think there was a little giggling, wasn't there? Or no? No. Oh, really? They were straight-faced. It was was Alec Baldwin way back in the day. And he was like, "Um, would you like a, a ball sack? Yeah. And he had his, like, do you remember when Betty Cookies White came on sack. later and did the Dusty's Muffins? Yes. <laughs> that was maybe my favorite one. I kind of like that one better. Oh. oh, my goodness. Well, you know, this is the holiday season, you guys, and we are so uh, glad that you could take the time to grab a cup of coffee and join us this morning. We are going to talk about cookie swabs. I do love the idea that, like, you dishers are out there, and you're all cozy, like, yeah, I, I, in your living rooms or yeah, your kitchens, yeah. and you have your cup of joe, and you have the radio on. I feel that, too. I feel like I have a mental picture of Sally Apple Valley, like, sitting with, you know, like, in her, like, kind of fleecy coziness with the coffee going, and, you know, her little podcasting is in, in a speaker, and she's just putzing around. Yep. And, like, the kids are crazy, and she's like, shh, quiet. The dishes are on. My show's on. Yeah, my show's on. Yeah, me that's too. what I hope. Sally Apple Valley. Yeah, mine's always uh, Mary from Crystal. Mary from Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, okay, well, let's talk about before we get into the total cookie situation. What'd you eat this week? Anything good? Oh yes, yeah, Stephanie. Oh, I had a holiday experience. Oh well, let's get down <clears throat> on it. Well, first of all, I just want to tell you that the holiday season has begun, and you know how I know it's begun? Yes, because. How? And I channeled you when I did this. I bought a black sequin jacket. Oh, it is so sparkly. You got a, you got some. You got a sparkle. I got top. sparkles because you sparkle have top. something that's gray that's sparkly. No, or I ha- gold. No, I have sparkle pants, which are the white or which are the black leggings with the white stripe down the side. Those are my sparkle pants. But you also have a sparkly jacket or shirt. I do have one sparkly sort of a top. Yes. Okay. And I rarely wear it. But you might have worn it like to a holiday event. I did. I wore it to and a holiday I really party. Liked it. And I was like, God, I love a girl that wears sparkles and I have nothing sparkly. So I was at Stephanie's walking by and I saw like a full on sparkly black blazer. Oh. And it is sparkle head to toe. Oh, that's pretty great. And it looks a little bit like Cher. Okay. And I bought it. Oh. <laughs> and I sent a friend a picture and I'm like, should I buy this? And she's like, probably not. <laughs> 
And I was like, okay, I'm going to buy it just because you said not to. (laughs) I also gauged by who I've asked and then what they say that I'm like, oh, I'm for sure buying it. If you tell me I shouldn't, then I should. Well, and I like her style, but she was like, I just don't know if you'll get enough use out of it. I'm like, I have six holiday things. I'm going to wear it to everything. Yeah. And last year I got the vintage red plaid pants that was at size 18 Yeah. that I had to like with a belt underneath my breasts practically just to keep them on. Yep. So I couldn't wear those anymore. So got the black sparkly jacket. So it was debuted last night at the New Standards Holiday Show. And and was it was it a, fantastic. Was it was a I was so excited to wear it. I was happy looking at it. Every time I walked past myself, I smiled. You were happy. I was like, this is why. Sparkles are it, you guys. We need to reward ourselves with more sparkles. Let me just tell you, if you think that there may be a sparkle outfit that you are even considering Buy it. Do it. It just makes you cheerful. It does. You feel fancy. You, you feel, feel fresh. Yes, you, doesn't totally. matter. You can wear you can wear ripped jeans. You can wear your sweatpants yeah. with that. And that is, I will tell you, I do have a pair of sparkle pants, a new pair on order. Okay. They are coming. All right, sparkle so pants. I'm excited for some new fresh sparkle pants. So um, let me tell you the surprise. Okay, what's the surprise? I don't know if people are going to the show tonight, and I hope I don't ruin it for you, but there is a surprise guest that was quite a surprise. I don't know if you should say it. Well... I think I need to because it's all over social media. Oh, so. if it is, okay, then go ahead. Um, and Chan Poling had a little bit of oral surgery this year that yeah. did something to him. And so whether the holiday show was going to happen was kind of up in the air till the last minute. So they decided to do it, but a lot of their like regulars kind of had made other plans. So Jeremy Messersmith was there, and Chris Koza was there, Abby Wolf, some of the regulars. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Santa comes out, big Santa, and then Big Santa starts talking, and you realize, oh, wow, that's John C. Riley. Oh, get out. And really? he sang two songs. He was in the cro- he was in the chorus. Yeah. He was fantastic. Wow. Yes, it was really, wow. really cool. And John C. Riley is an actor, singer. He's in, um, I know, like, how do you Step even... Step Brothers. He's oh, in... Yeah, the worst um, movie. Gosh, he's in everything. He's with Will Ferrell a he's lot. He's in Willie Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> He's, oh God! He was in Where, Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Yeah, he's he he's a character a actor. He's been in a lot of stuff. He was in the bad Sherlock Holmes movie with Will Ferrell last holiday See? season. That Jake and I were like the only ones who went and saw it. Um, but that's great. Yeah, it was pretty great. Okay, so that's a fun. And thing. it was a great show and really just festive. And you got into the holiday cheer. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, and Good. there were a lot of listeners. They're like, "Hey, Stephanie." So that was fun. Oh, I'm you looking forward people. to listening to you tomorrow on Weekly Dish. Oh, woohoo. Yeah, so super fun. Okay, super fun. Um, I did make a purchase as well, I have to tell you, <gasps> that <gasps> I judged a soup contest t- this year at uh, the Interfaith Outreach, which is they support the sleep out, which raises money for, yeah. you know, Homeless. Uh, homeless and they sleep out you know what i mean and so tent. this was a great uh the bankers of the kind of west metro area all like you know made uh crock pots full of things and so it didn't and that was I, I was like next year we need a little bit more of a parameter guys because it was just like make something in a crock pot and then win the like the coveted silver ladle which is great and they all did a great job but there were out of nine entries Five were white chicken chili, <laughs> so which you think is going to be unique yeah. because it's not beef chili. No, but, but turns out everybody makes white chicken yeah. chili. So I feel like there has to be at least like one parameter. But anyway, it was great because then like there were some people who thought out of the box. There was a guy who did skyline chili, you know, which is the 
chili on pasta with oh. a little bit of cinnamon in it from you know Cincinnati. Cincinnati. And then there was someone who did uh, like chicken parm sliders instead, or someone who did like tomato soup in the crock pot, and then she had little grilled cheese sandwiches to float. That's cute. Yeah, but the winner was someone who uh, it was TCF Bank, and they did rice with dal. So they did an Indian dal dish, lentils. Yeah. Oh, God, it was so good. It blew everybody out of the water. Like, it was like, oh, see, this has spice and flavor. Like, yeah. that's how this works, you know? And it was great. So, anyway, they have a resale shop next door as well. If you're looking for, like, a Goodwill, but that's a little bit tonier, a little bit higher quality things, and also not as crowded, so you don't have to, like, Goodwill gets a little crazy this time yeah. of year. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And so, I, uh, so they have this resale shop next door, and they're like, oh, we just got a new, a bunch of new shipment of, of coats in. And I was like, oh, I, I'm pretty good on coats. I'm you know, I don't need that many. You have a lot of coats. I have a lot of coats. And, um, and, but I walked over and didn't realize that the coats that they meant were fur coats. Were vintage fur coats. Oh my gosh. For Did $50. You buy for $50. For dollars Um, Yes, I bought another one. So I now own two fur coats in the weirdest way possible. A long one. Yes. Oh, because you're so little. Like I know you that can wear. All, they all look like I'm like this, you know, I don't know what I look Luxurious like. Luxurious yeah. New York the first little one, tiny woman in her magnificent yes, fur coat. Yes, and the first one was, the you know, gifted to me by my, you know, my mother's best friend. It was her mother's. And then this one was, is totally vintage. Like, it's totally from... I don't, you know, like the inside, it says date. I think it says Dayton's oh, yeah. in it, you know? Oh, yeah. And it's got like the embroidery and stuff. And so here's the thing. So I bought this fur coat and I might have bought one for someone else. But there is. Uh, I think I know. There lucky is girl. somebody who, but I, I sent a note to Megan, my daughter. Yeah. And I said, hey, there's a couple, there's a cute, you know, little jacket. I didn't think that she'd want like a big one, but I was like, do you want a cute little fur jacket? And she was like, no, I'm okay. I kind of have a weird thing about the fur. And I thought about it and I was like, okay, let me think about this for a while. Cause I know that people have, you know, issues yeah. with real fur. But the thing that I would say is one is that I, mine are, I, I would never buy a new fur. I would never buy something that I draw the line at that too. So vintage. So these animals have been dead for a hundred years. You know what I mean? Or and 50 they're not going to get undead if you buy the vintage coat. Right. Yeah. And so there's that first piece of it. And the second piece of it is, I think that what's really funny is how much. You may feel about fur. Do you ever consider that your shoes are made of an animal or that your bag is made of an animal? Or like, that your burger? Well, I mean, I, the carnivore thing I think you can make your, your bones about in a weird way. Like, I feel like you can... I don't know why, but I mean, like, for some reason, wearing and eating. But, like, you're wearing... You, I mean, your bags are animals already. And really, I mean, not that this is an animal, but, like, some of the clothes that we're wearing that are you know made out of plastic and crap and the well that was the other thing i was like do you really would china some little eight-year-old is sewing the clothes like right. if we're gonna really you go want to get into your road, ethics of things you like, gotta go pretty hard right i thought that was interesting i didn't i hadn't been faced with that because and i'll tell you that i have not sought out for i'm not like this person sure. who's like it's but once it happened to me now i'm like it is the warmest thing you can possibly wear. Yeah, and the you're warmest outside. Thing. Like, yeah, remember only, the year of the Super Bowl where we were at a million outside activities yeah. and it was freezing cold? Yeah. Like, your fur coat was epic then. Next week, it's going to be ice cold outside, and I am here for that. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, we're going to get back to food now. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's time to talk about the cookie swap. And so we're going to break down a couple fun things for you. And then uh, we also are going to talk about some winter cooking projects. And we have a quiz, which I have no idea because I wasn't supposed to look at it. So <laughs> we will be right back. This is the Weekly Dish brought to you by El Burrito Mercado. Recently overheard on Donna and Steve. This is kind of a nerf 
gun-like gadget that shoots farts instead of darts. And I'm not, and it, it's not a noise thing. It's an odor thing. Is there uh, a commercial? Do we have a commercial for this thing? Uh, yeah, we'll take a little listen to that right here. Buttheads! Their heads are smells. Play the beginning of that no. again. Because there was a jingle writer who went to the table at Wowie headquarters and said, so I think I came up with something for the company. It's going to be kind of on the nose, but I think it's going to work. Here's what I got. Heads, their heads are buzz. <laughs> I mean, that's great. That should great. be our new jingle. <laughs> Donna and Steve, 9 to noon on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. At Voyage Healthcare, we are still open and ready to see you for injuries, chronic conditions, med checks, and acute care. If you are concerned about safety, call to schedule a video visit. If you believe you've been exposed to the coronavirus or are experiencing any symptoms, please do not come into the office. We can best serve you if you call our coronavirus hotline at 763-587-7900. That number is also found at the VoyageHealthcare.com webpage. At Voyage Healthcare, we are here on the journey with you. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us today. We are talking cookie swap and cookie party today. Um, did you see that, like, Bon Appetit, like, they went all jam on I their did. cover? And on their cover story about I did. cookies? I did. And they had some really interesting ideas. Yeah. They had a, like, a mint, almost like a Girl Scout-looking cookie that they was did. very festive. Yes. With sparkly sugar and then a chocolate edge. And then they also had um, a sugar, like, a sugar cookie that they had a technique where you dipped it upside down in frosting. Yeah, that made it look all the like cosmic. It's called, you know what it's called? Hydro dipping. In in the, in the graffiti world, it's called <laughs> hydro dripping. By the way, my son is now a graffiti artist, so I have all these things. But like, so hydro dipping is kind of like where you put, you know, you swirl it around. Then you, in the that world, it's like you dip, you put, you float paint on water and then you dip something in there. And then it attaches. It, yeah, but yeah. this is the same idea with the cookies. And I thought that was good. Can I ask you quickly, how did you feel about the design of that package? I didn't like it. I hated it. I hated the font. I it, felt like there was too... Yeah, I don't know. See, this is Stephanie's magazine I know. Packaging. Sorry, this is my editor side, but I get that the uh, whole vibe is like this sort of 70s... Retro sort of, cookie yeah. swap thing, yeah. I did not like it. I didn't it. love it. It also made me feel like they're sort of mocking us in our cookie swapness. Oh, see, that's very Midwestern of yes, you. Yes, exactly. This is very like Pizza Shack. And I kept thinking, they don't like us. No, they don't want us to <laughs> like have Like the people cookies. who are doing the cookie swaps are, I don't know. So. And they had to include the obligatory, like... Overly nutty, oatmeal-y. It looks like a granola bar, not a cookie the cookie. The grains Yeah, cookie. like whatever. Yeah. Nobody wants to eat that on I your know. tray. It's then like there a was, bad oatmeal cookie. There was, uh, there was, yeah, there was something, the coconut dolce de leche one. I thought that one, like, as interesting as that looked like, that would be a mess to eat and to keep. And you know I, what I mean? Here's, I'm over, I guess I'm kind of over, like, interesting cookies, like, I'm all for, I want it to taste good, and I want it to feel like a holiday cookie. Yeah. So, if you're going to give me, like, an orange cardamom, like, that's fine. Okay. But, like, I want it to feel and look like a holiday cookie. Okay. I don't want you to give me, like, weird oatmeal cookies. Okay. I just don't. So, let's talk about quickly the, for the fact that you and I have 
And most of the listeners know that we have a cookie swap. Yes, we do with Lori and Julia, our friend Lisa, our friend Diana, and our friend Stacy. Yeah. And so we, so, and every year we kind of do a thing and it's a depend. And I don't know, do we bring the same cookies every year? I'm trying well, to decide. I never do. No, I don't need people. Well, I, I say that, but then I bring the bourbon, bourbon balls, balls because everybody. And I'm getting into a pattern because I have finally found the cookie dough, the Stephanie's easy rollout cookies. That cookie dough works for me. I've already made the cookies. I just need to decorate them. So I'm going to do decorated sugar cookie cutouts again because everybody likes them. It's true. Those don't go wrong. I mean, I would like for you to make them a little sassier with like a little bit of, you know, put some boobs on some cookie or something like that. That would be great. Just to make it I'm going to make yours porn cookies. Please make mine porn cookies. Um, I will say that I love the uh, I love the cookies that are uh, th- that are quick and easy. Like the decorating is fun, but then I almost get too close into it yeah. and then it becomes. And if I'm doing a bunch of dozens of them, I could never do that. So the bourbon balls are great. And they're easy. And I'm probably going to do those just to give a little bit. But I don't know. Do people really like them? I'm not sure. Like, I think that they do. Are but, we going to have a moment? But this is the thing where, like, I, that's, I actually put the question on the Weekly Dish page, on the Facebook page, about what are the what do you believe are the worst cookies on the cookie tray? Because I feel like people won't tell you if your cookies are bad. I don't like your bourbon balls. That's, see, just tell me, and then I won't make them for you. But like, I like I how they look. Know. I do like how they look on the tray. And I think other people like them. I just don't love. Do you like, give them bourbon. away, or do you throw? Them I put away? them on a tray. Okay, so you you would eventually give them away to somebody else. I'm or somebody always else. whatever cookie swap I'm in. I'm giving all. I'm I'm entertaining, so I'm using them at entertaining. Okay, or and, bringing them to someone's house. And or, that's what I feel like. I would rather know that and not force them upon you because I would rather keep them and eat them myself, or you know, give them to people who are psyched about them. I can't but, believe I just told you. I you, didn't like your cookie. Please, now I feel bad. No, please. I would rather know that. So this year I'm doing something also where I'm doing like one of the rolled cookies, you know, that's like a pinwheel shape. Oh, yes. You know, with like an espresso and a cardamom kind of thing. Yes. And so, but here's the deal. This is actually an easier thing because you you make your dough and and then you stick it in the freezer. And then the day before I will slice a bunch off and cook them and bake them. And that's it. Make it it easy. Um, Have you done those before? No, but I've done, I mean, I've done meringues. I've done tea breads. One year I did like lemon poppy seed and cranberry orange tea breads. I remember those. And the, everybody liked those. Yeah, I did like those. It was something different to have for like Christmas morning on your, you know, when you're having your opening. Yeah. So let me tell you, I found this on the kitchen, you know. Uh, yeah. The, did you look through this at all? This is a really interesting thing. They put together how to prep every cookie you'll need this month in just two hours. They give you a two, a, a power hour kind of plan. You have a power hour meal prep and then you have like the dough making and it's basically then you just freeze all the dough and then when you need it, you quickly bake off, you know, that's cool. And it's, it's really smart and they have different things from bars to like chocolate chip cookies bars. to bars to uh, all that kind of stuff. I just thought that was great mm-hmm. for if you were thinking about it. And I'm going to put that into the um to the One grid. year, Fine Cooking did that, where they made one kind of dough, yeah. and then they broke it off into different six different sections, yeah. and then they flavored it different or rolled it different, but it was the same initial dough. Right. Yeah. No, I think that that's I think that's a smart idea. Do you feel like uh, do you feel like like a chocolate chip cookie though is a Christmas cookie? No. Like here's the other thing. Christmas cookies, right? I mean or holiday cookies. And then so like No. 
I don't want a chocolate chip cookie on my right? tray. I kind of feel that a, a little weird about that. Yeah, although no, I, that's a, but like that's how I feel about the weird oatmeal cookie. Like, yeah, that's a granola bar. Don't put that on my holiday tree. <laughs> so what makes we your, sound so I know mean we're so mean. Well, picky. Don't you feel like at this point, after you've Our done a cookie us. swap for like 10, 15 years, you've did, we been have doing been it longer doing it for a really you guys yeah like twenty five years. Here is what I will say: invited though, me in. Yeah, this is where I can like. I do want you to make me that frosted flake Christmas tree wreath. You that cookie really does it for me. Wait, and do you I want know, specifically me to make or do no, you want someone to make I'm just saying it? like okay. if that's on my tray, it kind of breaks my rule cuz it's basically like a frosted flake rice crispy treat, but I do love that on a cookie tray. They're festive, they're pretty, and they taste great. Well, and I yeah, okay. And that's the thing is like, it's also, that's like a no-bake. That's one of those weird yes. rules that I have, which is dumb because bourbon balls are no-bake. So I don't know why I and have Julia this And Julia makes the saltines where she pours the toffee on them and then tops them with chocolate. And that's one of my favorite cookies. And it's a no-bake. But I think it's not. She has to cook the caramel. Yeah, so I does. feel like maybe that's why I feel like that's something. I don't know. I'm not sure. But I'm going to make this weekend. Uh, so Saturday is going to be all cookie making. And like, today is Saturday. I'm sorry, Sunday. <laughs> That's what I'm God. doing too on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I need to make a birthday cake. I need to make a bunch of bourbon balls. And then also this dough for this wrapped cookie. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I bet it'll be good. I, I think it'll be fine. I have the Star Tribune's cookie book and they have their cookie event today. Oh, do we know who won there? You know what? Let's come back. We'll take a quick break. You guys will come back. We're going to continue the cookie swap chat. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it came out. Okay. Okay, we'll be right back. Hi, this is Stephanie Hansen, and you are listening to The Weekly Dish, and I'm here with Stephanie March, who's excellent. Okay. Just an excellent, excellent excellent addition to the show. Right. Thank you. Thank you for adding me to your show. (laughs) I've had a long week. Oh, my God. Uh, And I fell last night on my way to the holiday show, so I have a sore arm, a sore knee, because again, just so that I can make sure I stop saying this, I'm going to close it out with St. Paul doesn't shovel. Okay, great. Hope All this right. is not the last we've heard of this. No, I'm just it is. You right I'm now. really, I am a big booster of St. Paul and I feel like I'm being a negative Nancy, so I need to stop. Okay. Because I can't do anything about it. So why I am I putting I should, energy into that? I think that? you should get yourself an electric shovel and I think you should just, or a snowplow, put it on the tr- front of your car and just start driving everywhere and, sh- and plowing. Okay, that's an excellent idea with the holiday wreath on it. Yeah, get a plow, start plowing side roads. Yeah, just start. or like a big chopper. I don't now know it's why ice. someone hasn't done this yet. Like someone was... Just take on just and like, let's just start plowing our own streets, yeah. people. Let's... Like if I lived on a street that was not, I would probably be so frustrated. I would probably try to plow it. Okay, this is a little bit of an aside, but so in St. Paul, you have to pay to plow your own alleys. They don't really have like plowing. Okay. Okay. So I also don't live in the city, so I know that I may so be So we absurd. have a street of like 30 houses or whatever. Yeah. And our association, basically our eight homes pay to plow the whole alley because someone tried to go door to door and it was too much and nobody was collecting. And so we just essentially pay for everybody, which is fine. Fine. Not the end of the world. Right. Except for one of the neighbors on, that doesn't pay whose garage is across from my garage, came by and said, could you tell your plow person not to plow their snow into our driveway? That's Now, it's not really a driveway. Okay. It's about a five-foot area. Yeah. Except for, like, no, we can't because they just go down the alley with their snow plow. He's, you, they, they didn't put extra snow in it. No, nope. they, just... they just plowed it. Yeah. And sorry, you don't even plow. You yeah. don't pay for plowing. Right. So you're going to probably have to shovel it out just like everybody else does when the plow goes down the road. Yeah. 
Yeah, we don't we're complain about gonna... the boulders that come at the end of the no, driveway. No, and you're lucky we even plowed you out, friend. Yeah. So, yeah, it was kind of funny. Anyway. Interesting. Okay, cookie. Party cookies. Okay, cookie party, party. Cookie cocktails. Here's my new discovery. And it happened on Thanksgiving. Okay. First of all, I love sparkly drinks. I just think when you're having a cookie party, you need to have like a sparkly drink or a mulled cider or something that just says holiday. That's not your average gin and tonic, right? Yeah. So I'm always looking for like different ways to have sparkly drinks. My sister counts on me for sparkly drinks. And a lot of times it's as easy as a shrub. Yeah. Just a shrub and a champagne or a Prosecco. If you're doing like mimosa juicy type drinks, just buy a $10 bottle of Prosecco. It doesn't even have to be good. Yeah. You're going to put stuff in it. If you're doing champagne, you want to go for 25 bucks ish I think, is about the price point. If you go much lower than that, it can get real sweet and a little cloying. So, at Thanksgiving, I made my own cranberry sauce for the first time. Yeah. Making cranberries and breaking them down with a little bit of sugar and orange juice and orange peel or whatever is super easy. Mm-hmm. It is excellent in a sparkling cocktail. Yes. So... It's very festive. Yep. You can take the cranberries themselves and roll them in a super fine sugar, dip them in a little bit of simple syrup, roll them in a super fine sugar, put them on a pick. And that looks very festive. Yep. Because it's also fun to have a little bit of a drinky garnish. Yes. You just have to make sure it doesn't fall in your drink, though. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That's my thing with garnish. If If there's rules for the garnish, you need to let me know that ahead of time. Okay. You know. All right. So we had cranberries in our bourbon cocktail that we had on Thanksgiving. Like we had them floating because cranberries float. So they were like, they were iced. They had frozen them. And so they were a little icy and they were kind of like the ice cubes. And pomegranates too are just like those, that cup of palm wonderful pomegranate seeds. Yeah. Make for a really pretty, just the pomegranate bubbles. It's a pink. They're like, because there's bubbles in your sparkly, the pomegranate seeds are kind of moving up and down in the glass. I don't even know A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Okay. So I do love a good French 75 too. Yes, you do. Here's a new idea on a French 75. You make a simple syrup with sugar, water, and mulling spices. Yeah. And so that becomes the base for the French 75. They call it the Santa 75. Okay. Isn't that a cute idea? I like that. Um, okay. Stephanie loves a good kumquat. I do love a kumquat. I eat them all the time. I don't know why I always find you, you giggle and your so kumquats fu- hard hilarious. With that. I know. But you do love They're a good delicious. kumquat. They're delicious. They're little teeny tiny citrus that you pop in your mouth and eat whole, like with the peel and everything. Yep. Okay. So if I have enough time, I'm going to make this for you. Okay. It's a kumquat drink. So it's kumquat champagne cocktail. You take the kumquats. Yep. You make a simple syrup with them in there. Yeah. And then you take them out Uh and they kind of get crystallized a little bit on the outside of the kumquat. And then you put that in your drink with a little bit of the simple syrup and a slice of tangerine. Are you slicing the kumquats? Are you cutting them in half? Are you doing, you're leaving them whole? whole one in the glass. Oh. So you'd have to have, I guess. I would do that. I just was thinking that you wouldn't get as much flavor on the simple syrup as I feel like if you didn't cut them in half, but... It's a Martha Stewart recipe, so oh, let's just be honest. Be Those honest. always only half work. They're so only, your thoughts are... They're super are, pretty. <laughs> Look how pretty. It's just all about the pretty. The recipes yep. are always like... Mm. So you're right, Stephanie. Okay. <laughs> okay. I like it. Okay. How about... Um, uh, this is a good one. An apple crisp cocktail. Huh. 
Okay, so we're at Cookie Party here, and we're talking about Cookie Party cocktails. This one is um, for you because it's more of a like whiskey drink. Yep. So you're going to have apple cider, apple flavored whiskey, a little bit of honey or honey simple syrup. Just use honey. I don't know why you would make a honey no, simple syrup. No, why would you anybody make a know. honey Again, simple this syrup? this is a Martha Stewart <gasps> recipe. Uh, lemon juice and a cinnamon stick. Okay. And you put it all in a cocktail shaker. Wait, say it again. It's whiskey, honey, lemon, and apple cin- cider. Oh, it's whiskey, apple cider. Honey, okay. lemon juice, and cinnamon stick. Okay, so it's an apple hot toddy is what it is. Well, they call it an easy apple crisp cocktail. What's the crisp part? Um, I was waiting for you to tell me there's oatmeal on the top or like a, a crouton or something. They line the glass with sugar. And there's an apple slice garnish and a nutmeg. I feel like you can't zhuzh. call that a crisp. I'm I'm ripping on Martha Stewart, people. Let's be clear. I'm not ripping on Hanson. Oh, you can rip on me. I'm fine. <laughs> but I'm just saying that seems like if you're saying something is a crisp, I'm expecting like just call it an, you know, like an apple bake. I think it's the taste. You're supposed to like have oh. wafting scent when you bring that drink to your face of yeah. apple crisp. Okay. Because the nutmeg, the cinnamon. Yeah. Hot, hot. <laughs> Do that all, every Saturday. Okay. Um, <laughs> then, like I started this segment, we are back to the. Oh, that's the wrong one. We're back to the cranberry cocktail, and this <clears throat> one is cranberry sauce and gin. And I love gin, and it looks like a zhuzhed up uh, cosmopolitan. Oh yeah. So it's cranberry sauce, gin, lime juice, a little bitters, and a sprig of rosemary. So it's pretty simple. Yeah. Wait, gin, lime juice, a, a little bitters. And a sprig of rosemary. Yeah. Okay. And your tablespoon, two tablespoons of cranberry sauce. Oh, and cranberry sauce. Okay, up okay. In your, got it, got it, got it. And then they serve that one in like a little martini glass with the rosemary. I love, I am, seriously, that is the number one thing you can add to a cocktail this season just to make rosemary? it. Rosemary? Yeah. Just yeah. the smell of a, a rosemary branch as it comes up to your face. It's so awesome. Okay. Speaking of rosemary. Yeah. I the, bought a rosemary. Remembrance. I brought a rosemary tree yeah. thinking like I love the smell. It lasted like two days. Why don't rosemary's plants last in homes in Minnesota? I don't know because I feel like I can't kill mine. For real? Yes. Like and I kill everything. Like the rosemary for some reason like is great for me and I don't use it enough and maybe that's why. I don't know. Oh wow. What do you are you overwatering? Because you know it's know. a desert plant. It's a desert. It's like a succulent in that it's like, you know. Oh, that didn't even. It's yeah, a, it's that's probably per- what I'm doing. You're overwatering Because I bought a rosemary tree and a poinsettia and they're both dead. Yeah. Neither of those need a ton of water. Okay. Sad and ugly. Yeah. And I just actually threw them away and I've had them two weeks. Oh, yeah. No. I was like, these are sad and ugly. I'm not going to try to yeah. recover them. I'm just going to move on and do it again. Yeah. No, I have to make. Yeah. Jake is at Auden Brothers today and I'm already trying to figure out like how big of a poinsettia can I get with a discount? <laughs> you oh, know, I love it. like how giant can I get it to fit in my house? That's what I'm looking for. All right. Um, cookie party rules. Okay. What are some rules? What um, do you think? I mean, yeah. What are the rules are that you have to bring the basic rules of a cookie swap is like you bring a dozen to share like at the actual party and then one dozen for each of the people yes. who are there. And there are different cookie party rules. We generally want you to make cookies, not buy them. But we're also everyone's had a year. Yeah. Where you have to have the allowance rule. Like everyone gets the mulligan. Like, I it's think okay. Lori's on this year because she she's a- traveling. She doesn't get back until Monday. I think I bought last year. Yeah. I, I, bought, I bought big, one year. Big I bought a big case and I remember afterwards, I think it was Casey. Lori told me that Casey was like, These were the best damn cookies ever. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I bought you met El Burrito Mercado. Yeah. 
I bought cookies one year too, and then another year Ellie made them for me because I was sick. Yep, I remember that. Um, okay, here's another rule: no plain chocolate chip cookie, oh. no cookie mixes. No bakes, meringues, or bars. But I think that's individual to your cookie exchange. Meringues? Why wouldn't you want meringues? I don't know. I love a good yeah, meringue. A, good a holiday meringue. meringue. Remember the year I did the bitters in them and I made them look like... I think that was before my cookies. The Christmas days. poo? Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, they were red cherry vanilla bitters, so they looked very pretty, like a little, you know, peppermint thing. Some clubs, and I do like this, that you have to email the recipe or bring the recipe. Yeah. Because that's kind of nice. If we would have saved the recipes over the 25 years, we, we would done have that. a book. Um, let's see. One year, someone made these and they were really good. I'll actually put a link to the cookie rules and the recipes at the end of the rules. A double chocolate peppermint crunch cookie. It's a chocolate cookie with peppermint, like those little after dinner mints sprinkled on the top and then a zhuzh of chocolate. And they were pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I like the, like the Andes mints. Or no, the like like the <laughs> red and white star ones. Oh, 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 okay. I the lo- peppermints. You're laughing. You're making me I'm laugh. Pe- I'm laughing because of what we used to call the. Uh, I was thinking like the butter mints, you know, that are in the restaurants. Oh, I love those too. We call those fecal mints because, of course, <laughs> they're sitting at the entry of the restaurant, and we did a study at the Oceanair. They at the Oceanair, we read a study where like the amount of Hands. people who don't wash their hands after the bathroom and then reach into the mint jars. <laughs> That's so terrible. Sorry. 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 All right. Um, Do you do white elephants? We do white elephants at our cookie party. Yeah. And we have an ornament exchange too. So sometimes having a little extra element is fun. And also let's, let's be clear what we believe. White elephants should be something that you have found in your house and wrapped up. It should not be a purchase that has been moving from house to house. Or a gifting that someone gave you and you were like, okay, someone else gets this now. A real true white elephant. Yes. I have the best one for Wednesday. 651-641-1071. If you want to call in with your white elephant ideas, your cookie thoughts, we are taking your calls next on the weekly dish presented by El Burrito Mercado. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. We are at the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. So give us a call, 651-641-1071, and feel free to let us know what your favorite cookie is, what your worst cookie is, uh, any questions or tips and anything about cookies, or anything about anything. You sure. Know, We're here for everything We're here for, for it you. all. Uh, we do have Anne on the line. Anne, you have a cookie comment or question? Hello? Hello. Hi, Anne. Hi. Um, no, it was just more of a comment on bringing uh, the recipe to your cookie exchange. Yeah, please do. Uh, I belong to a cooking club and uh, aprons and attitudes. So we go to AA meetings. I know that's kind of silly, but no. uh, we we have to bring a typed copy of our recipe and send it electronically to the the gal that keeps them all. And so we probably will be doing a cookbook. That's a great idea. Yeah. I like aprons and attitudes too. It's very clever. Yeah. We're fun gals. What yeah. can I say? I love it. <laughs> I love it. And thanks. Thanks for calling Ann. Yeah. It's uh there's a lot of, um, I think that there's a lot of people who kind of like want other people's cookie recipes, but then they feel you know, they, they maybe they're not supposed to ask. Like, maybe that's your cookie and I'm not supposed to be making it. Oh, Do you feel that? No. So I've I heard a couple everything. people. So I'm overshare. Come on. You, you are talking overshare. To? This is very six, true. 651-641-1071. Right. We did have a question that came in. Um, 
Oh, I think we already answered that question last week. Did we answer the question about the ice cream, the Blue Moon flavored ice cream? I think you and I talked about it. I don't know if it ever got on the show. So she says, hi, I love listening to you. I have an ice cream question. Do either of you or maybe your listeners will know where you can buy cartons of Blue Moon flavored ice cream? Not the beer, the Blue Fruit Loop flavored ice cream. I can't find it. And it's my husband's favorite from childhood. And I want to surprise him for his birthday. And I think you and I decided that probably this was going to be available at Cold Cold Front. Front. Right. Yeah, and 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 they have it. Uh, it's the Madison, you know, the, it's the Madison, Wisconsin based ice cream company that Cedar, does this. Cedar Crest, yeah, Cedar, I think Cedar, so. something Cedar like that. something. Yeah, and, um, and the cold, cold, uh, cold Front is the ice cream shop that is at Randolph and Hamlin, right next to the Nook. Yes, yes, and and I yeah, and the hard part is I think most ice cream shops like the you know close you know during the winter time sometimes they're open because they do yeah. coffee too. But I was gonna say those guys for sure are open, so that's awesome. Um, hey, I just wanted to let you guys know I got a note asking about where that uh, we got a note about the fur coats where those were being uh-huh. sold. That's at resale. Um, in Wyzetta, it's actually technically Plymouth, and it's part of the Interfaith Outreach uh, Building, and it's right there on Six and One Hundred One. Um, it used to be a super value way back in the day, if you know, across from Oakwood schools. <laughs> the ice cream is Cedar Crest ice cream. Cedar Crest That's ice cream. That's who the maker is. Okay. Um, 651-641-1071. We'll take your questions and your calls. Yes. I want to tell you that there's, again, we kind of put a little uh, a little poker up on the old weekly dish page about what do you believe to be the worst cookie on the cookie tray. I said jammy thumbprints. You said rosettes. Yeah. We're kind of, we're getting a little bit of, you know, I mean, basically there's some people who agree. Um, you know, Amber says she loves a good rosette, but she's never made them. And they might be greasy and gross if you don't know how to make them. Um, Bill has told us that the uh, little silver balls in the grocery Draggeries, I think is what they're called. Are poison. So there's that. So there's that. Um that's They're right. teeth wreckers, but I love to decorate with right, them. Right, <laughs> right. They're so pretty. Again, pretty. Uh, Leanne says that she loves chocolate chip cookies, but they don't belong in a Christmas cookie tray. She agreed. No. And I agree with the Russian tea cakes, too. They don't taste like much. I don't... I The Russian tea cakes, to me, is a weird... It's a... My mom makes those, and I, I mean, like, they're fine, and she loves them, and I'm not saying... I'm just saying as a cookie itself, it's I biting in and the weird, like, mealiness of it. I don't like them. Okay, so you just told... Your mom, I know that you don't like her Russian tea cakes, and I told you I yeah. don't like your bourbon balls. Yeah, I'm, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> but don't you think in Minnesota, with our passive aggressiveness, that that's the thing is like we just sort of smile and then you hate them on the backside? I would have never told you if you wouldn't have asked me oh, to I'm, tell you the truth. That's really funny. I would have just kept receiving them and putting them on my tray because they looked pretty. They they don't. I mean, they're little brown sugary. <laughs> they balls. have sparkly sugar on yeah, them, no, and they're fine. a different shape because shapes are important in texture on your tray. Okay, we do have a bunch of calls. We have sure. Jenny on the line. Hey, Jenny, what's going on today? Well, hey, I'm out driving around, running some Christmas errands, and listening to you gals. Love you. Good, Thanks. yay. Um, and you were talking about the Blue Moon ice cream, and I wanted to let you know that I used to work part time at Small Cakes in Savage. Oh. And we make homemade ice cream there on a regular basis, but if you ever want a specialty flavor, we can make a special batch just for you or a half a batch. And I mean, really, we can make absolutely almost any flavor you can think of. What? Okay. This is actually a a hot Christmas Intel moment. Yeah. Small Cakes Savage. Small Cakes and Savage. Okay. Small Cakes and Savage. And I don't work there anymore, but it's just fabulous homemade ice cream. And we used to have people that would come in and 
you know, want some special flavor. And we, I mean, as long as we can find the ingredients, which you can find almost anywhere online, right. uh, we can make it for you. So That's excellent. Okay, awesome. Thanks, Jenny. Yeah. Thanks for the tip. Have a great day. All right, we have Denise on the line. Hey, Denise, what's going on? Hi, good morning. I was just listening to you guys as I was driving around, and I also am calling about the Blue Moon ice cream. Wow. And there is a place called Amore Ice Cream Parlor Shop. It's in Elk River. Okay. They sell that. So I wanted to call and give whoever that other person was a heads up. That's where they can find it. Okay, I love that. And there's a great couple bakeries up in Elk River, River too. Yes, there are. I love it. All right, thanks, Denise. All right, we have Carolyn on the line. Hey, Carolyn, what's going on today? Hi. Um, I just wanted to, and you might have talked about this before I got on the radio, but um, our group, when uh, we're kind of disbanded with the cookie exchange, but uh, we use unique ways to um, to um, um, put um, the cookies. We break the cookie, a dozen cookies, and, and our gift is a dish or uh, a creative way of um, dividing up the cookies. Oh, oh, so like some way of displaying them. That's a good idea, oh, too. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, and, then they just pick, and then they just pick it up and... That's the dish that they get to take home. That's yeah. great. Yeah, I like that idea. Awesome. That's a good one. Thanks, Caroline. All right, we have Paula waiting on the line. Hey, Paula, what's going on? I was wondering if um, you can recommend a good bakery if you aren't doing a cookie exchange. And I love Russian tea cakes, so I'd like a good place to buy them if anyone knows. Oh, yes, friend. Wait, that's, what kind is your, a, what's your favorite kind you were saying? The Russian tea cakes. Oh, the Russian tea cakes. <laughs> okay, that's our second hour segment. So keep okay. listening because I'm going to tell you some good places to buy some cookies. Great. Thank Stephanie, you. you did a segment on Fox yesterday. Where do you Yeah, recommend? I did one on Fox 9, and I'll just tell you that there's, like, if you're doing, like, the sugar ice cookies, I would buy them from Cookie Cart. Um, and they also have Russian tea cakes there. But Angel Food Bakery does Russian tea cakes as well. And they're really, really, I mean, their cookies are delicious, and they will deliver them to you if you need it. So those are some great options. Yeah. All right, Kathy is on the line. Kathy, what's going on? Uh, first, I want to say that one year I made rosettes for uh, Cookie Exchange, and I've never made one or eaten one again. <laughs> <laughs> Seven dozen cook, uh, rosettes, you, you'll never want to... I don't even have a rosette maker. No, yeah. you are fixed friend. for life because it's just a greasy mess. I love it. Thank- oh, oh. And then my- Thanks, Kathy. We'll be right back. This is The Weekly Dish. This is a summer to stay connected, locally. From the pandemic to protests to the upcoming election, there is so much information to take in. And on PodMN, you can access hundreds of Minnesota-made podcasts on one app. Current events, health information, political talk. Plus, you'll find podcasts about sports, true crime, and more. PodMN also comes with listener rewards. In July, you can win gift cards to local restaurants, shops, and more just for listening. Download PodMN on your phone's app store or learn more by visiting PodMN.com. Minnesota podcasts live here.